Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to continue my series on rookie mistakes. This will be part two, and I'm going to go over not having a routine on your route and some of the mistakes that could happen if you don't do things in a certain order every week at the same pool. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. So I'm sure everyone has this experience where you're driving to work or maybe you're at work and everything is so routine to you that you don't even remember passing certain streets or if you're working in an office, you don't remember um, putting away a certain file because you do it all the time. And in the same respects, when you're out there servicing pools, things become very routine You get a lot of feelings of deja vu where you've done the same thing before. And so it's very easy to make a mistake because everything is very similar to each other, especially if you're doing the same pool 50 times a week or 48 times a week and you have the same route in the same order and you're doing everything the same every week, week to week. It can become um, to a point where everything is predictable And you really don't remember doing certain things because you do them so many times that you think back and you say, did I do that at this pool this week or was that last week? So this happens a lot out there. And that's why having a routine is very important. So I think one of the mistakes people make when they first start in the pool business is not developing a strict routine, meaning you do the same thing at every pool in the same order. And of course, depending if you're being trained by a company or if you're just learning by yourself, you're going to have a different order presented to you on how to do things. So these are just basically guidelines of what I do, and you should follow the same steps in any order that you would like. There's maybe a few things that you want to keep in the order that I'm discussing here in this podcast, but use your discretion in other areas. And I think having the routine is the most important thing regardless of what what order you do things in, in most respects. So the first thing I do when I get to a service account is I scan the pool to see if there's anything unusual. And typically, you can can tell if there's something wrong right away, the water's cloudy, um, or if there's, you know, algae in the pool, or if it looks like the pool hasn't been running, there's a lot of surface debris, um, fine debris. Um, Those are the things I look for right away to make sure everything's running correctly, the water level, All these things are something that I eyeball right away when I walk back there. And then I walk over to the equipment. If the pool's not running, I will turn the pool on so that I can check the equipment. So I spend a little bit of time checking the equipment. I look for any kind of water over by the equipment area, which could indicate a leak of some kind. And just generally do a scan of everything to make sure everything's running correctly. The filter PSI, the pressure gauge, all these things you take into account. The salt. If, have, if there's a salt system, you look at the salt uh, cell to make sure that it's producing. All these things are done pretty quickly, and as you get more experience, you'll just be scanning things, and sometimes you'll miss things because you're just scanning things, of course. 
Um, but that kind of goes with the nature of uh, picking up a little bit of speed on your route because one thing you're developing as you're going is kind of looking at important things and isolating those in your head and kind of not um, keeping track of the things that are unimportant anymore as you get more experience. So I, I briefly scan the equipment to make sure everything is working and then I go back to the pool and then I'll run the test factors that I'm doing that week and depending on the season or the time of the month are what test factors I'm going to do at this particular pool. So after running my test and checking how the water is balanced, I'll make a note of what chemicals I'm going to need to add to the pool. And some guys add the chemicals right now at this point. I tend to add everything before I leave the pool. And if there's a customer out there or if they're sitting outside near the pool and the pool does call for some muriatic acid to lower the pH, um, in most cases, if I'm using liquid muriatic acid, I won't add it to the pool with a customer there because of the fumes. In the same respect, you want to make sure that if they're going to be using the pool um, pretty quickly, if maybe they were using it when you got there and they're going to go back in after, I would probably not add the acids to the pool. Um, I would add the sanitizer if necessary. Um, but that's one of those tricky things if there's a customer back there and you'll run into that once in a while when you're going to add the chemicals to the pool. So just make a note of that. Um, but then I usually add the chemicals at the end when I'm leaving the account versus at the beginning. A lot of the reasoning behind this is that um, sometimes I may have to backwash the filter, and if I add the chlorine to the pool, I may be wasting product. Um, there's other things, as f depending on which particular sanitizer you use, if you use Cal Hypo, it may make the water cloudy. So I always add everything at the end when I'm getting ready to leave the account um, in most cases. And so next, I'll, of course, skim the pool surface with my leaf rake, and then I'll clean the tiles on the pool, and then I'll either vacuum the pool with um, my vacuum system or the manual vacuum, and then at the end, I'll brush the pool walls down to get rid of any dirt that may be on there or algae. Most of the dirt is on the bottom of the pool, so about 90% of the time, all the dirt's on the bottom, but there may be a little bit on the walls, and one reason why you're brushing the pool is to prevent algae, Another reason you're brushing the pool is to kind of even out the cleanliness of it because if you use a manual vacuum, you may leave streaks, you may miss an area of dirt, and so brushing it gives that pool a uniform, clean look, and so that's the last thing I'll do. Um, there's some people that will brush the pool before they vacuum, but I find that to be counterproductive because then you have to wait for everything to settle back down to the bottom. I've always been taught to brush the pool after you vacuum the pool, and so that's the order that I do those things in. And then, of course, um, if you're vacuuming the pool, you're going to, of course, take the skimmer basket out, and you want to empty that out. And then you want to check the pump basket and empty that out also. And you want to kind of keep that consistent order to where before you leave, you're always checking the skimmer basket, especially if you're using a vacuum system. Or if you're not vacuuming the pool that week, if there's an automatic cleaner in there, you definitely want to make a note to check the skimmer basket and also the pump basket before you leave the stop. And I try to keep it in that order. That way I'm not forgetting to check the skimmer basket or pump basket because a lot of times I'm not manually vacuuming the pool. So I'm not taking the lid off and taking the skimmer basket out per se. So I want to make sure that in my routine, I'm always checking the skimmer and pump basket before I leave the stop. So that's one of the things that can throw you off. So if you're doing everything out of order, let's say you get to the stop, you check the chemicals and you clean the pump basket and skimmer basket, and then you vacuum and clean the pool. And then you do the other another pool where you vacuum and uh, skim it, vacuum and brush. And then you clean the pump basket and skimmer basket. 
Uh, by doing that out of order, you may forget to clean the skimmer basket or you may forget to check the pump basket because you're not doing things in order. Sometimes if you hear if when you check the when you inspect the equipment at the beginning, if you hear that the pump is struggling, sometimes the pump basket already has a lot of debris in there and of course you can go ahead and empty the pump basket at that time. But typically I won't empty the pump basket until I finish vacuuming the pool just to make sure that I didn't clog it up when I manually vacuumed the pool. So that's kind of a logical order of doing things in, especially if you're manually vacuuming a lot of your pools out there. And I definitely suggest using a canister, of course, when you vacuum the pool. And if there's an automatic cleaner connected to it, a suction cleaner, I definitely recommend using a canister in that. And then that leads me to the next part. When you're checking the pump basket, skimmer basket, if there's a cleaner, you definitely want to check the um, canister and make sure you remove all the leaves in there. Usually you can see in the canister pretty well if there's debris in there. So you want to keep that in a routine. When you're doing your baskets, you want to also do any kind of canisters there. A lot of times, again, if you do it out of order, you may miss a canister here and there, and then the cleaner won't be as effective if it has a full canister. And I'm, you know, basically, if you have 70 or 80 pools a week and you don't keep a routine, you can definitely make a mistake by forgetting to do something somewhere. And when you think back, if you did something, you can't remember if you did it or not. And then the last part of the equation is adding the chemicals to the pool before you leave. And I always make sure I do this last so that I don't forget to add them. The last thing you can do, the worst thing you can do is leave a pool without adding the chemicals, especially in the summertime. So I want to make sure that I keep the routine where if I'm putting tablets in the pool or liquid chlorine and, of course, acid in the pool, I'm doing this all before I leave the account. That way I know that I'm actually doing the uh, adding the chemicals because, again, if you're doing 80 pools a week, it can get very confusing and you can definitely miss adding chemicals if you don't stay in a consistent order. I use a lot of liquid chlorine on my route, and so one way that I remind myself if I added it or not is that every time I get back to my truck, whether it's in my tote or in my vacuum system cart, I make sure I take the gallon out of the tote and out of the cart and put it back into the case. Otherwise, you may drive off with a full gallon of liquid chlorine in your tote or in your vacuum system cart because you forgot to add it to the pool. So I make sure I take all my empties out of my tote. Uh, the only thing I may leave in there is the muriatic acid. I can see pretty easily if I added that to the pool by how much acid is in there. But that's not as critical as forgetting to add chlorine to the pool. So I always make sure I take the gallon out of the tote or the vacuum system cart, put it back into the case in the back of my truck so that I know that I actually use the product there. If I use a bag of shock, I make sure that I leave the empty bag in my tote so that I know that I use the bag of shock. Very important kind of um, safety procedures to kind of trigger your memory here so you kind of know what you did at the pool. Again, you fall into this routine where things, um, you, you kind of lose track of what you're doing sometimes. Sometimes you get a phone call. Sometimes you're talking to someone. A customer may come out and interrupt your process. And probably one of the worst things that can happen is a customer comes out talking to you for a while or you get a phone call. And then you try to get back into your routine and you kind of forget where you're at on the routine. So I always try to reset myself when I'm out there and the customer comes out. Maybe I just check the chemicals and the customer comes out to talk to me. Um, I'll know which step I'm at because I'm doing everything in the same order. And at the same time, if I forget the, you know, if the customer comes out before I empty the skimmer basket or pump basket, I just want to make sure that I stay in that order uh, regardless of if I get interrupted or not. And then last, one way to make sure that you're adding everything and balancing everything is to keep a log in your truck. 
You can use an app to keep a log of what you added to the pool and write down the chemi chemistry readings for the account. A lot of great apps out there like Pay the Pool Man, Skimmer, AquaSuite, all these you can use to track and record what you added to the pool and the chemistry readings. If you don't have an app like that, definitely use the pen and paper if you want to be old school. and Make sure you have some kind of sheet to mark on so that you know what you added to the pool and that way you're keeping track at every account. And it's a good idea to know what you added the week before anyway and to know what the pH and chlorine and alkalinity cyanuric acid level was at the pool previously so that if there's any anomalies you can kind of get an idea of where you're at with that pool. So basically when you do when you start in this business you want to set up a routine so that you're doing everything in the same order at every pool week to week and that way you don't forget anything because easily you can again get that feeling of deja vu you've done something or you may get home and say did I add chlorine to that pool I can't remember if I added it or not and you don't want to be in that situation where all week long you're thinking if you added chlorine or not so definitely stay in that routine and um, you're going to have less problems and less less uh, times when you're going to be doubting yourself if you actually did something at the pool that you were supposed to do. And if you're looking for more great resources, you can definitely check out my website, swimmingprolearning.com. I have a new book available for $9.99, and I also have a lot of helpful web pages there for you. And if you're starting out in the pool business, or if you've been doing this for a while and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program. You can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. And for as little as $10 a month, you can text me. And for $20 a month, you can call me in real time. Plus, there's a, a lot of other great group benefits, including a group chat where you can post questions and, of course, answer and help other people in the group. And definitely, I think the coaching program will definitely benefit you. And you also get a lot of great discounts in that program also. So you can learn more about that again at poolguidecoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.